Keep going. That's about it. Oh, okay. It was the end of the uh dun 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 which I think is from Space Odyssey 2001. Sure. Space Odyssey. I like how you don't contradict me or agree. <laughs> 2001, a Space Odyssey. <laughs> whatever this is too complicated regardless somebody will know somebody will let us know on the discord or whatever yep that's what the mood is today okay <laughs> so how are things in australia uh wet very wet wet i have seen some videos of water flowing in your country mm-hmm. it rained for like three days straight yeah, one picture was, or one video was like, oh my gosh, look at all this rain flowing into a super dry creek bed because of all of the drought and stuff, and it's getting fixed, you guys, because of rain. <laughs> and then another photo, there was an awesome photo, where <laughs> it was a sign basically saying, what is your bushfire plan, but it's un, like underwater. There's right. so much flooding going on. Yes. It was great. <laughs> so Reddit's all about the extreme weather in Australia recently. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, you getting flooded at all? Uh, I mean, my front and backyard turned into like a swamp for three days. Right? Gross. Like, just, just like a big puddle that <laughs> just sat there. How did your cat do with this? Cats do with this. Cat. Um, we don't know. Huh? She like showed up afterwards. She seems fine. She's fine. That's good. Yeah. Thought there were cats. Isn't there more than one? There was more than one. Now there is one. <laughs> Where'd the other one go? It died. Aw. How'd that happen? Ate by the dogs. Got eaten by the dogs? Yeah. Like domesticated dogs or wild dogs? The the domesticated ones. The the sled dogs that we had living here. Holy smokes. That's sad. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. How? Well, I mean, the people <laughs> want to know. They want to know what's going on with your animals. I suppose. Yeah. I get requests for that every week. Make Somicron talk about his animals. Animals. Animals, they say, even if it makes him sad. I mean, we've I was literally like, never why had that Why would you that say request. that? That's weird. <laughs> literally never had that request. So, okay, new question. How are you keeping your current cat safe? Well, the dogs don't live here anymore. Okay, that's enough. That's a good plan. <laughs> uh... All right, so dogs don't exist. Probably won't be eaten eaten by dogs anymore. Fantastic. That's, Excellent outcome. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> sure. For sure. Uh, has a little cinnamon. She's fine. She's doing great. She's, she's enjoying so the cold. funny. Yeah, she's. You know, when I get home, I let her out for about an hour, and she hangs out and does whatever she does. And uh, about half the time she'll come when I call her because the sun's going down and it's getting colder. And I'm like, all right, it's time to come in. I don't want you to die. Mm-hmm. Even though that one time I left her outside accidentally, not accidentally, but she just didn't come at all. And she was outside all night and then she was fine. So I don't know, whatever. <laughs> the, the point is about half the time she comes when I call her 
and half the time she doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because when she doesn't, she'll wait until I give up, and then like a minute later she'll come in. <laughs> she wants the illusion this... of making the choice herself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she did this with me and the boys. Like we were trying to call her in yesterday because it was getting dark and getting cold, so we all went out there and we're calling for her and calling for her. Can't find her anywhere. And I mean, it's winter, so all the vegetation is down. It's not like she can hide in any trees or bushes or anything, right? Mm-hmm. No idea where she is. Like, ah, whatever. So we just leave the door open to crack a little bit. And then, yeah, like a minute later, she's inside the house. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Cold, but fine. Yeah, she's funny. She's a funny kitty. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so she's doing great. Um, my little brother's cat is doing great. He started coming out of my brother's bedroom. Mm. So it's been baby steps. When they first got him, he wouldn't come out from under the bed. Not even to eat hmm. for a couple of days. And then he wouldn't come out of my brother's room. And now he'll come out of the brother's room. But if there's company, he goes back in the room, which makes sense, I guess. Back right. to where it's safe. Back to where it's safe and known. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Yep. Okay. So he's a good he's a good kitty, too. Just a lot of good cats around. It's true. It's true fact. Tis. Tis, tis. So I just saw the news that the Birds of Prey movie, number one, did not do well in the box office the first week. What? But I've been hearing such good things about it. Well, yes, there was some decently good good buzz about it, but apparently those were all lies, as Omicron knew they were right in advance. He's very <laughs> smart that way. As I foretold with my yes. superior intellect. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Much superior. So now they're changing the name of the movie? Really? Yes. To what? So originally the title before it got released was Birds of Prey, and then in parentheses, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Right. And then they were like, that's stupid. It's just Birds of Prey. But now they changed it to Harley Quinn Birds of Prey because, you know, nobody knew Harley Quinn was in it. Wait, until very second yeah i know right it's not like she's the forefront of every single trailer and ad they've had for it right right yeah um, yeah why would they change the title of the like they're just trying to get people to watch it and they're like people are dumb they don't know this is a harley movie they like harley why aren't they watching this <laughs> clearly it's because they don't know that's what well, the discussion was bad or um, it could be bad yeah <laughs> Uh, so I don't know I wanted to like it I like Harley Quinn as a character She's fun Sure It's not happening <laughs> I did see an interesting point on Twitter the other day though And the point was this It's important for like female-led All-female ensemble movies to be made And mm. mediocre ones It's important for the mediocre ones to be made mm-hmm. Not just great ones Of course And I was like that's entirely fair I'm on board with this uh-huh. So like- there you go you We've got representation. <laughs> Doesn't have to be good, but it still counts. Right, all right. It took many years of shit superhero movies before we finally got Iron Man. Fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, Wonder Woman was fine. Yeah, but if, if fine is the best thing you can say about it, it's not a good movie. That's true. I know a lot of people who really love it, though. But okay. yeah, right. One, the general one. public at large does not consider it an incredibly great movie. I agree. No, I watched it regretting that i watched it wow okay i mean i don't know really like even compared to an average mcu movie 
Yeah. I mean, Iron Man 2 is not that good. Iron Man's not... Okay. Iron Man 2 is not that good. But it has, like, still the perfect combination of, like, high level of technology. It's like, he has a suit that comes out of a suitcase. Right? That gives yes. him the strength to push away cars with his hands. Mm-hmm. There's it, still a level of, like, rule of cool. Right? You, you just can't buy me with lasso that tells the truth oh interesting okay right but I mean, heard... they can't not have it like well, it's yeah. part of her character it's been that way for years and decades yeah i know that okay like i knew that going into it as well okay all, all right. right i don't yeah. like it's i don't like it less because it was a female superhero i yeah. like it less because i think the character is boring and yeah like it's... an uninteresting concept yeah it's fair Okay, so what you're saying is we're just in the we're in the development stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And certainly. eventually we'll get a ridiculously stupid good superhero movie with a female ensemble, and it's gonna be great. Yeah, sure. All right. Yep. Good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um. I mean, superhero movies have already had really good female characters, right? Like Nebula and Gamora. Are two really, really compelling characters in the MCU. I like them a uh, lot. I'll give them compelling. What makes them really, really compelling? Um, okay, so it's a lot of their relationships, and especially the relationship with uh, their dad, right? Yeah, Thanos, yeah, yeah. Right, and then like you can just comp- uh, like compare that with Tony Stark and his daughter and his son, quote unquote. Uh, Peter Parker, who he's adopted. And, oh, uh, I was right. thinking the kid from Iron Man 3, but yeah, Peter yeah, wants to. I mean, you know, he has, he has more screen time <laughs> with Peter. <laughs> Does he? Yes, the kid's in like two scenes. In Iron Man 3? Yeah. I thought he hangs out with him for a while because he's he all does. up and stuff. I, he does. It's it's like 15 minutes of the movie, right? But I'm actually curious now to know whether Tony Stark has more time on screen with Kid from Iron Man 3 or Peter Parker directly on screen together. Dude, there was all that time in the ship on the way to Thanos' planet in Infinity War. And then on the planet. Oh, that's true. There's a lot of that in Infinity War. Good point. Yeah. And then he gets snapped and then there's nothing. But <laughs> Right. Then there's four seconds in Endgame. Right. But I still I still want to do this. I still want to figure out who has more time. Anyway, it's gotta your be Peter point, Parker. sorry. You're making a point about Tony and his kids. Sorry. Right, right. It, it's like Tony, you know, trained his kids. Well, maybe not the little one, the girl. I can't remember her name yet. Um, Me neither. Uh, pumpkin. No, no, no. He named it after like... His uncle. Um, Morgan. Morgan, yes. Thanks, Google. Yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting that. Yeah. But it's like Tony has these people who are younger than him who he raises as fighters, right? Like Tony. Uh, not Tony, like Peter, right? But he's also involved in the Avengers and he picks up Wanda. Like there's not a great relationship there, but it's still there. And he does do his best to protect her where I compare that to Thanos where he's intentionally like mutilating nebula to push her right yeah no he actively pits his daughters against each other to make them stronger mm-hmm. yeah. right right yeah. i think yep. there's just comparisons there that make those two characters interesting and to see how they both like uh scarlet witch and nebula both kind of end up at the same place but for different reasons and why that works 
I mean, there's at least something yeah. there, right? It's complicated. Like, we don't know where Gamora is right now. Right, right now, yeah. Because she's dead, and all we have is alternate universe Gamora, which right. kind of complicates things. But Right, right. I'm not really, like, looking to the future with these. I'm, like, okay. what we've already got. It helps that Nebula and Gamora also have had two essentially standalone movies, apart from, like, the bigger universe, right? Like, the two Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a lot of focus on them for parts of it. Yeah, especially um, Gamora, right? Yeah, right. And it's like we've had one Wonder Woman movie and a, a, like a very bad Justice League movie. There's right. just not been enough to explore that if there is something there to be explored. What's the... Uh, crap, what's the movie with Jared Leto's Joker? Suicide Squad? Yeah, Suicide Squad. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that one too. Is Wonder Woman in that? No, no, I just, but Harley's in it. I oh. think she counts, right? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just as a leading sure. female in the uh, right. DCU. Yeah, also right. not a good movie. <laughs> no, gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, I mean, it's, it, yeah, I mean, we might talk about the Oscars in a second here, but uh, Walking Phoenix winning for portraying the Joker, winning an Oscar for that. Oh, did he? Yeah, it just kind of solidifies the whole... There have been a lot of great Joker portrayals over the years, but Leto's Joker is so far below every other one of those by every metric. It's sad. <laughs> Nobody remembers it fondly. He didn't win any awards for it. It's not considered iconic. Like, it just sucks. It is such a terrible interpretation of the character. Mm. And everyone's done their own thing with it, right? It's not like he did it wrong right? No, in the I sense that there's one way to do it. No. But he did it wrong in that the way he chose to do it was wrong. I don't know if he, like, strictly chose... Like, the problems that I have with it are all that it's, like, the Joker pushed to 11, right? It's, like, tattoos <sighs> everywhere. He's laying in, like, a field of knives and guns and there's two baby clothes that people have to try and, like, pick out. I, I don't it's think the... that's the actor's choice. Like, the problems that I have with that Joker is not Leto's decisions, for the most part, as far as I'm away. He might be the creative director on the movies, I have no clue. But, well, I mean the uh, God, what's the tattoo on the forehead? Damaged. damaged. <laughs> the damaged tattoo of the forehead just really says it all of what we're going for with this character, right? And I don't, don't know. Don't think well, that was because, his decision. Well, so but like, for the other ones, like we consider Jack Nicholson's Joker to be part Jack Nicholson, and Heath Ledger really worked on his version of the Joker, and seems like Walken brought a lot of his own stuff to the Joker, like everybody else did. It'd be weird if Leto didn't. Right, right, right. It'd be weird if he didn't, but I'm just saying what was his, what wasn't. Yeah. Right? And didn't but, Jack Nicholson bring his mustache? Like, he refused yeah, to he shave wore, it. Yeah. How he how, is, how is Gerard Leto somehow still worse than a guy who refused to shave facial hair for a character who wears face paint? Because his Joker is great? I don't think That's so. That's the main reason? <laughs> when was the last time you saw that Joker? It's not brilliant. Um, I think I watched a YouTube video of some clips of that a couple of years ago. It's not great. It's considered great, man. Look, for the time, it's the 80s, right? We're comparing it to the time that it's in. Mm -hmm. and, and it's if, great. If we look at the 80s without context of modern films, then sure, it was great. Yeah, and even like uh, Cesar Romero did Joker in the 1960s live action Batman show. Maybe it's Cesar Romero that I'm thinking of. Oh, no, you're right. Cesar Romero's Joker. He's the one with the mustache. 
You're right. He's the one with the mustache. Jack Nicholson, we apologize. Salma Khan was wrong. Yes. Jack Nicholson is okay. Right. I'll give him that. Okay. But still, the was great argument, I don't feel like it holds up. Because it, it, the was is past tense. No yeah. longer. No, I get it. And I'm just saying, when people talk about iconic Joker roles, no one's ever going to mention Leto's Joker and everything else gets mentioned. Everything else. I don't think everything else gets mentioned. I don't think so. I think if you say, like, great Joker roles, you get Heath Ledger, Mark Hamill, and I've not seen Walking Phoenix, but I'm sure he's on there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's... I've talked about this. I don't really feel like it's the Joker. Okay. Like, the Walking Phoenix character we get in the show never reaches the point where I feel like it's the Joker. Sure, it might be some kind of an origin story, but at the end of the film, he's not Joker at any in any way at all he's just nuts he doesn't have any leadership skills or qualities he doesn't have any plans and i know the joker says he doesn't have any plans but he has plans and again maybe a super prequel where at the end of the movie he's not joker yet but then 10 years later he's kind of developed into who the joker is right so that's what's interesting about Walken's uh joker i think hmm but that said, he won an Oscar, and he won an Oscar for the performance, and I just don't see anybody discounting his performance as Joker when it won a major award. Okay. I mean, even in an environment where there was a lot of backlash to the movie, a lot of people were talking about how it What award did it a win? Oscar for leading actor. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like, it's the big deal for 2019. He was considered the best male performance of any movie in all of the world, basically, is what they said. Hmm. Okay. So, I don't know. People disagreed. But the fact that he did it means he has enough respect to where it was good. And even, uh, you know, Batman fans in general, people online. I've never seen anybody complain about it. Hmm. Okay. So, I don't know. That could change. That could change over the years. It could be considered, eh. But I'm just saying it's... It's a good one. Again, I don't consider it a true Joker performance, but Joker adjacent, it's really interesting and it's really good. Okay. Yeah. That's all. Anyway, what are we doing here? We were talking about Birds of Prey. Oh, the other thing about Jared Leto's Joker, though, is that he... So he was doing, like, method acting stuff, right? He was staying in character all the time. Sure. But, like, the stuff that he did was, like mailing used condoms to his cast members huh yeah it was like and all the stuff that he's doing is just the kind of stuff that jives with the type of joker he was in the movie so i just i feel like it's him i don't know that anybody told him to do this stuff right okay but uh, surely he was given some direction on how they wanted the joker played yeah i'm sure there was some like it had and to I don't be know. some direction yeah. given to like how like being told you're playing a character and then being like okay go off and do method practices like well how do you want me to practice he had to be given a push in some direction at some point yep I'm sure he was and that's that's always it's always a question how much of Heath Ledger's Joker is Christopher Nolan and how much of it is Heath Ledger I don't know mm. there's definitely some percentage there from both people absolutely I agree. Mm. I think at the end of the day, the Joker is just a boring character because it's just a scary clown. And I've seen that elsewhere. 
<laughs> it's basically it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I have nothing more to say about the Jericho. That's fine. We'll move on from there. So yeah, Birds of Prey not doing great. Then they have a new name for it. Don't be fooled. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about the Wuhan virus. Sure. Like, not in the sense that I think it's a huge, massive problem at this point. Okay. Um, they're reporting numbers that maybe like 900, 1,000 people have died from it at this point, which, you know, it's not nothing, but it's not global catastrophe. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about it, and everybody knows that China is basically going to downplay the, uh, the effects of the virus and how dangerous it is to the global media, right? Right. And part of me was like, well, that's stupid. Why would you do that for a health concern? It doesn't help anybody. But then I was like, I'm pretty sure America would do the same thing. Like, I'm pretty sure that we would say, and the reason we would do it is because we don't want anybody to think we don't have it under control. And I think China has the same motivation. They don't want to be seen as incompetent. They don't want to be seen as needing help from the outside world. They want to be seen as a country that has a problem, but it's managed and it's under control and it's going to be taken care of. No, you don't need to help us go away. It's just a pride thing, right? Sure, I can say that. Yeah. That's all. Right, right. I was thinking about this at work the other day, which is, mm -hmm. did you ever hear of a thing called the Spanish influenza? I'm aware of the Spanish influenza. Do you know why it's called the Spanish influenza? Yes. Did we not talk about this? I thought we talked about this. No, I think I briefly mentioned it two weeks ago. But Yeah, but it's basically because Spain was the only country that didn't keep reporting about the virus, didn't uh, restrict it. Yeah, it was the only country that kept reporting about it. Yeah. Everybody right. else was like, shut up about this newspapers and radio. Don't talk about it. We're going to create a panic. And Spain what, what, was like, eh, whatever. It, it Freedom of the press, man. It wasn't strictly like, don't talk about it because you'll create a panic. It was, don't talk about it because we want to look like we have this under control. Ah, there we go. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Which, d does that sound familiar? It sure sounds familiar. <laughs> Man, I'm having some deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that's. I just think that's amazing. I didn't learn about that until, I don't know if we talked, I guess we talked about it a couple weeks ago, right? Mm. Yeah, I always assumed it's because like it was traced back to Spain. No, it was nope. not traced back to Spain. Nope. Just because they were the only open and free information society at the time, which is that sucks. Congratulations mm -hmm. on having freedom of the press. You're blamed for the Spanish flu now. Again, I called it the Spanish flu. <laughs> You're blamed for the 1919 influenza that killed like a third of the people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was the death toll of that? Uh, I think I, you know, off the top of my head, I want to say a third is about right. Fifty million people. Maybe that's not a third. No. It's a tenth? How many people were in the world in 1918? I don't know. Uh, okay, so it infected 500 million people, killed 50 million of them, and it says that 500 million was 27% of the world population of 1 billion at the time. Yeah. So a quarter of everybody on Earth caught this thing. Mm-hmm. And then 10% of those people died. Yeah. Woof. Bad stuff. Wait, wait, hold on. They said the population of the planet was a billion? Yeah. And that 500 million or half a billion people caught it? Uh, 1.8 billion. So almost one, two. Oh, okay, okay. So you said one. Yeah. My bad. Nope, sorry. 1.8. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yep, yep. I'm pretty sure Wikipedia has their maths fairly accurate. Mm, probably. 
Let me just let me just edit it to make sure it is. Smart. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like with most uh, illnesses like this, it really affects the old and infirm and the very young the most. No, healthy people have been dying. Yeah, but I mean, just for the Spanish flu in particular. Oh, okay. They meant the coronavirus. Do you know why it's called the coronavirus? Yeah, because under a microscope, it looks like... What did it look like? It looks like a crown. That's what it is. Corona is Spanish for crown. Right. Yeah. There's been a lot of jokes going on in the workplace with my uh, other baker who's, you know, on his weekends, he's been hitting the coronas very hard. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? Like, I get what you guys are trying to do, scientists, but you also have to understand that the corona in the world at large means beer. So (laughs) just be aware. Just be aware of what's going to happen when you name your virus the coronavirus. Mm. Yeah. Maybe they were. Yeah. Yeah. So according to CNN, as of, I mean, they're pretty much on top of the story, updating it every hour, it seems like, on February 10th, says 43,000 people have been infected mm-hmm. as of today, and then 1,000 have died. Yeah, that's what I'm saying as well. That's a pretty, that's a pretty high death toll, death to infection toll, right? What? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, compared to like, I think I saw an article about the regular flu, like the yearly flu that goes around, the mm-hmm. death rate for those who catch it is like 0.02%. Uh-huh. Which still sucks. But what is 1,000 divided by 43,000? The internet says... Well, that's a 0.02. All right. Hmm. But it's 0.02 of 42,000 people, right? Yeah. That like can spread to everyone. Like the regular old flu can't spread to literally everyone at the moment because yeah. you get Actually, it, and then you like your immune system beefs up a bit for a while. Right. That's, that's why it spreads, but not everyone gets it. Right. It's just a thing. Because right, you know, right. it's like the common cold. Everyone gets it. It mutates, passes on. You can't get it back from the same person you gave it to. Not that particular strain. Yeah. No. Actually, my math's for wrong. It's actually 2%. 2%. Okay. So 1,000 to 43,000 is a 2% fatality rate, whereas the regular flu is 0.02%. So it's a significant difference. Oh, yeah. Significant difference. Extrapolated for sure. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's kind of scary if China's lying about how bad it is and they don't have it under control and it really escapes. I don't know. Well, I mean, here's the thing. It's already escaped, right? True. I mean, there was that Japanese cruise ship, right? Yeah, and there's like 10 confirmed cases in Australia, and Italy's like got problems or something, you know. I did, I guess, I did hear about somebody in the U.S. that was diagnosed with it, too. Maybe mm. one or two. Yeah. So, I, I mean, mean, there have been reports that it's airborne now, where previously they thought it had to be uh, like skin to skin or like directly coughing on somebody contact. Right, that right. it can survive in the air on its own for a certain amount of time now, which... Mm, <laughs> mm, remember last week where we were like, we're not worried about this at all? Maybe we're more worried about it now. Uh, I'm fine. I got a HEPA filter. It'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just the one. Right. I'll put it over my face. <laughs> uh, plan. Plan success. Well done, Somicron. We're not going to lose you. Yeah, yeah. Additionally, I just never go anywhere. I go to work and I come home. So, Same. Yeah. 
It helps. Man. Oh, my kids go to school. Speaking of going Germ somewhere factors. else. Uh-huh. So it was like pouring down with rain, right? Like really bad. And my brother's like, hey, we need to go shopping for a birthday present for mom. I'm like, In the All dumping right. rain. In okay. the dumping rain. I'm like, so what, what did you have in mind? She, he was like, uh, she wanted like deck chairs for the back deck. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, we go to this place called Bunnings. It's like a hardware store, basically. But they also do. You do have a car? He does. Okay. I was like, <laughs> buying deck chairs with a motorcycle sounds hard. <laughs> yeah, especially in the rain. Yeah. But uh, in that, in, like, rain that bad, I've been taking Ubers to and from work, which. Wow. Very, okay. Yeah, it's like 20 bucks each way, which is better than a taxi. Um, yes. But it's very interesting to turn up for work at 3 o'clock in the morning getting out of a Mercedes. People look at you. <laughs> I bet they do. Like, Somicron. Living large. Yeah, so we pull up at Bunnings, and we're looking through, and we find a couple. And we're like, this one. All right, let's get to it. And we're looking at them, and they're not flat-packed. So we have to just carry chairs out through the shop, <laughs> out into the parking lot, to get to the boot of the car to find out the chairs don't fit. (laughs) 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 So it's pouring down and we're like, all right, all right, let's put it on the back seat of the car. So we open up, we, we open up the, the back door and we're trying to put it in. And then of course we're idiots. We open up the side of the car door in which the way the water is coming down. So water (laughs) is going down straight into the car (laughs) and the chairs still don't fit. (laughs) So instead All of right, to the adventure's in, not over. Mm-hmm. The match is not over. Instead of trying to put them in at the same time, we like because they stack in each other. We took the first one off and put it in, and it's not working. All right, let's move the front seat forward. Yes, <laughs> then it, good plan. And then it, then it finally goes in, and then we get the second one in, and then we're sitting there dri- dripping wet in his car, and he's like, hmm. "Want to go get food?" <laughs> and and I was like, "Yeah, don't." let's go eat and like when you go to take those out of the car do it when it's not raining <laughs> smart yeah Just live in the car for the next couple of days it'll be fine yeah it'll be fine yeah that was great i'd also not really prepared for the trip uh to the the hardware store um i'd worn same as my brother uh you know cl- uh, like cloth covered shoes not like leather shoes and yep, so, yep, yep. so we'd step in a puddle and our entire feet were just soaked. That sounds miserable. That was miserable. That, was that is one of the low-level curses I think we talked about. Was <laughs> it you who were asking for little low-level yeah. curses for your yeah. campaign? I'm, yeah. a little, I'm a little annoyed because I haven't had to use them yet, but I have uh, some written down here. They're ready to go. Yeah, where'd I put them? I think the one I'm most proud of is it just always feels like you're wearing wet socks, no matter yeah, what you're yeah, actually if, wearing. If they That's rolled good. a one on a D8, that have permanent wet socks. Nice. Like, yeah. okay, good again. Again, this is different. It's not literal wet socks. They just feel, feel like wet. they're wearing wet socks. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, if uh, they rolled a two, they would every time they went to introduce themselves, they'd uh, believe their name to be Hugh Janus. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. That's good. <laughs> um, uh, I have these listed out of order, but number four was uh, hair growth, like uncontrollable hair growth. Oh, that's good. Yep. Five was about nail the opposite? growth, where it refused to grow or falls out. Yeah, your hair I, just all falls out. 
I could uh, I could adjust that. That might be a little too extreme for like, right? For well, a moderate curse. I had also considered that the hair would eventually like just get so long if they cut it that the part they cut off became like a very low level creature that would try to strangle them. <laughs> Holy crap! That's good. <laughs> That's really good. That is far beyond wet socks, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If your hair's trying to kill you, all right. Yeah, I also had like fingernail growth, right? That would just become yep. very uncomfortable, and not like length, but thickness. <laughs> fingernails would grow thick. Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Two yeah, on, that would be annoying. Yeah, that would be annoying. Two on like the less worrisome side. I wanted like every morning when they wake up, their eye color would be different. Just something annoying mm. that people would like notice. Uh, they must. I'm not sure I would notice to be honest. No, but other people anyway. wouldn't question you about it. That's the point. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, they must end every sentence with "as I say." <laughs> <laughs> like the uh, God, what was his name on the Mandalorian? It is spoken. I guy. have spoken. I have spoken. Yeah, that one might be Mandalorian themed. Uh, and the other one I had was if they were left-handed, they're now right-handed, but it swaps every day. If you know, if they're right-handed, they're now left-handed. So they'd have to like relearn how to use a sword or whatever every day. But that's different, though, right? I mean, it's a little different. If you're suddenly right-handed, like you it can, means you're right-handed. Yeah, you're you comfortable c- doing stuff with your right hand. Why do you have to relearn everything? You don't have to like relearn, but it takes you a minute to be like, ah, oh, crap! I've got my sword on my left side because I would draw it from my right hand. Uh, right, okay. You have to relearn how to position yourself properly. Yeah. Right. When you're driving a stick shift car, you got to be like, oh, that's right. I'm more comfortable with my right hand. Yes, a manual. Yes. Yes. Manual. Good. Yep. So how's your campaign going? Are your people still ignoring all of the plot cues? No, not all of them, but some. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, like, I had those curses. I've not needed to use them, unfortunately. Uh, but, you know, they, they met the bad guy. Like, the big bad guy, he, like, backhanded one of the wizard and instantly killed him. He what? He backhanded him? Yeah, I had him do, like, a melee attack just to be like, shut up, gnome, and, like, knocked him unconscious from full HP. So. <laughs> I mean, it's a gnome. So. Right. It's no wizard, right? Like, he doesn't have a lot of HP. Right. Uh... <laughs> Surprised he didn't have any spells prepared for, you know, getting physically attacked. Oh, he he cool. did. He he has one called Shield, which raises his a, uh, AC by five. Oh, yeah. Probably, okay. They just gotten out of a fight where he had used all his spell slots. Oh, he didn't rest before this conversation. No, Rookie well, mistake. He, he <laughs> wasn't his choice. At the end of the battle, the last wolf standing turned out to be this guy in disguise. So... Oh, yeah, that's sneaky. Yeah, very I like sneaky. that. Yep. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I've been reading this thing about um, Baldur's Gate. Okay. And it's just about how you know the most optimal way to play it is play all spellcasters except for like one melee guy, and you just have this routine for every fight you do where you prepare a million different protective spells and enhancement spells. And then you send out a bunch of illusions to attack the people that you want to kill. So they waste all their spells on the illusions. 
and then you recast all your defensive spells, <laughs> and then you go in there and you take them down. And then once that fight is done, you rest. And then you do it all again for the next pack. Hmm. It's just like, yeah, it's a little immersion breaking. Like, yeah, it's the best way to play because you're not really risking anything by doing this. But when you're spending 15 minutes preparing for every fight and they all go the exact same way. Right, right. And then you're resting between every fight. It's just kind of like, mm, hmm. is that fun? I think it's, like, it's fun for some people. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have fun playing that way. No, no, no. I, uh, yeah. I imagine that would be tedious after a while. Yeah. yeah, I'm just wondering how common that would be, like in a a D and D situation with like a live dungeon master. Because in a video game, sure, no one's gonna get annoyed with you for doing that. Hmm. But I do wonder if your DM would just be like, "Come on, seriously? Well, you're doing this again." It it combat wouldn't really work the same because in the video game you can sit there and take the time to cast all your stuff because you can see the enemy, right? Yeah. Right. And so you know you're in a fight. It, in D&D, it's like either you get a surprise round or it's, all right, everyone roll initiative, right? So each if they, if they get a surprise round, each player gets the opportunity to do one action. So you couldn't do all that stuff if you wanted to, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. So it just is naturally doesn't lend itself to that style of play at all. Yeah. Like, okay. you, you can still do, like... Per, defensive spells and stuff in that time or on your first turn if you don't get it uh and obviously it still has benefits and stuff and yeah you know but you can't just sit there you also have a limited amount of spell slots right for spellcasters yep you don't have like a regening mana pool every second yeah exactly yeah so so it's much trickier much trickier Mm -hmm. but that's not to say you can't cheese fights (laughs) yeah 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 for sure just takes a little creativity, Zol. Yeah, just a little. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, there's also entirely possible like possibilities for you to avoid encounters or peaceful resolutions. In a video game, you kind of just end combat and it's like, well, it's combat, get going. Wait, what? Like, if in D&D you're fighting bandits, you can use your, your turn to like persuade the bandits to stop fighting you. Right. Okay. Can you can you do that in Baldur's Gate? I've not played the game. Mm, not that I've been able to do, but that's because I don't really worry about charisma. Okay. But it seems like you could just amp your charisma up because usually you do have a conversation first with the bandits, mm. and there is an option to talk with them first. Right. Yeah. So I think you can. I've just never seen anybody do it. Right, right. Well, it it can also go part one way, part the other, right? Like, you can start off by attacking them, and then after you, like, kill three of them, they might all surrender and try to talk their way out of it. You might be the bad guys in that scenario. Which I think more games should do. Mm Mm-hmm. Just that level Not of, naming any names, Skyrim and The Witcher 3. That level of depth is hard in video games. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't think it would hurt anything, though. Like, the last guy in a group of five is like, holy crap. Like, my my uh, bandmates here got smashed. There's no way I'm winning this. I'm going to run away. I don't think it would break anything. Right, but lots, lots of games have mechanics where play uh, enemies try to flee, but not very many where you, you know, don't end up also just killing them anyway, right? It's like grunts in Halo will flee after you kill the elite. But, but then they come back. No, well, they just kind of stick around because it's, it's a yeah. Halo level. They have nowhere to go. You just shoot them anyway and continue. 
It would be awesome if they were like hiding behind trees and stuff. Yeah, they'll hide, but the map's not that big, right? There are very few levels where they can run to a place that you can't get to. But you could do it on The Witcher. Like, just have them run away and then just disappear their model once they're out of sight, right? Even if you try to chase them, you're like, ah, oh, rap. They ran into the forest. I'm not going to find them, whatever. Yeah. Could do. You, you could do, but that still feels like you're cheating the player out of the option to chase them down. You just weren't fast enough. If they get out of sight, they're gone. That's all I want. Faster than Geralt? Like these random dudes? Faster than a dude yeah. on a horse? I don't well, know. No, it's not that you don't have... It's not that you... Right? It's not that um, like, he can't chase them. It's not that he's faster than them. It's just that he's dealing with everybody else. Right, but if it's like the last couple of guys that are like, we can't kill this dude, well, let's flee, right? Yeah. Surely the Witcher has ranged attacks. Like he... Surely, right? He has, like, magic. His, uh, his... Yeah, it's pretty limited. He's got a crossbow, but right. it mostly tickles enemies. Right, right. He killed anything with a crossbow. <laughs> Fair enough. That's one way, yeah. to, one way to solve that problem. But, uh-huh. you know. Is, you'll, like, stagger them for a second, but... Mm. Anywho. Anywho. What was the original running away? Oh, D&D. Right. Right. So yeah, I mean, it's just it's all part of the D and D experience. Min maxing can kind of get game breaky and turn boring, and it can be. It just can be. They're they're like it's often described as just being like different tables for different players, right? Like if you come to a war gaming table, it's all about the combat. Everyone's gonna sit there at min max, and that's like the thing they find fun. And there are lots of people mm. who do that in video games because it's fun. And there are other players who are just like. I'm going to get immersed in my character and I'm going to take the spells like true strike, even if it's mostly useless 95% of the time, I'm going to have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. That perspective. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yep. Well, good. I'm glad your campaign is working. I'm glad your people aren't ignoring all of the story hooks. That's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. good news. Mm-hmm. I tried. To I was give... worried after your first session. <laughs> yeah. I tried to give them like an option to get some like, because in in the town they're in, there's only one merchant, and he jacks all the prices up by ten percent, and up ten percent times ten. What? Because he has okay. no competition, and so I tried yeah. to give them all the option to be like, hey, if there's anything you want, these gypsies are gonna like head out to like another town, and maybe they'll pick something up for you. Like maybe they'll just steal it off someone or whatever, right? So I'm like, yeah, you you give them a, a as much gold as you're willing to quote unquote pay for an item. And then maybe they'll bring you that item. And then I was just going to roll to see if the gypsies stole the character's money. We're like, yeah, we couldn't get it. Yeah, <laughs> or whether yeah. or not they got the item. So the opportunity to get like health potions, which could cost you know 250 gold to this other dude. Not that he's selling them, but at times 10 price it would be. For you know a gold, if that's what they were willing to put down. Or eight gold. But no one took it. No one's like, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm fine. Did they all just murder the guy who was jacking the prices up? No. no. <laughs> they tried to steal from it, and he just watched them, like, fail. Because I think a lot of my players at the moment, if they cast spells, they're not. some of them aren't reading them. Like, he cast um, Mage Hand, which is, like, a little blue hand that goes around and it's, like, telekinesis. But it's a very visible hand, and it's sitting there trying to work his cash register. And he, he <laughs> while he's sitting there while he's sitting there i'm like yeah no that's not gonna work <laughs> yeah yes you have to read in dungeons and dragons it turns out yeah yeah i uh, i mean 
I, I understand them like wanting to try it with Mage Hand. Like it could work, but the guy wasn't distracted, right? And there's also, right. uh, for this particular setting, various cosmetic changes. So the Mage Hand, which is supposed to be like a spectral blue ghost hand, at the moment looks like a skeleton hand. Right, it's a small cosmetic change to the way the spell works, which they wouldn't know, mm. so it was a nice surprise when they cast it. Yeah. But then there's this skeletal hand climbing over this guy, and he's just staring there looking at it and like looking at the back of the players. <laughs> nice. Um, another one's completely nonplussed. Yeah. It's just like, whatever. Whatever, go ahead and try. Like if if the hand had done better on its like sleight of hand check, I was gonna the 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 shopkeep has a bodyguard called like Periwimple or something. <laughs> Who's like supposed to like come in if the players give him grief about the terrible prices? But I figured uh, it wasn't needed. But because they were so bad. Yeah, yeah, so so bad. <laughs> good times. They're not very good murder hobos. No, not well. Good murder hobos would have actually won by now. I mean, they're all winners in their heart. I guess that's what matters. Yep. Two, yeah. of them, two of them ran off into the forest by themselves at, like, midnight for no reason. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they were, were like... They trying to die? Well, I don't know. I don't know really what they were trying to do. I think they just thought it was the right thing to do because they were, oh. like, sleeping at this church at midnight. All, like, ghosts start pouring out of the grave and form, a, like, a parade towards, like, this castle what? off in the distance. Okay. Right. It, like, it doesn't harm the players. I made it. Like, they would, like, stick their hand through the ghost. And, like, they paid you no attention. So, like, all right, let's follow the ghost. And so they start walking out of town at, like, midnight. And I'm like, okay, it's just you two, the two elves who only need four hours of sleep while everyone else needs eight. So <laughs> they're like, yeah, we just walk off. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> roll a d4. I'm like, one. Okay, you roll. You walk north, no longer following the parade, and into the woods. They rolled a one? Yeah. <laughs> On a four, right? A D4, so it's four sides, right? Oh, it's right. just determining compass directions. It's bad luck, but... Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's just what direction you went. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Because they so were like, we walk Into off. the woods. Yeah. And then I, like, rolled a random encounter, and I'm like, oh, okay, these things are weak. That's great. It'll scare them. I had, like, trees come alive and kill them. Which will try to kill them. Nice. But they were able to get Anybody away. die? No. Nobody even took hurt damage. Man, you're so bad at killing your players. So bad. I've only done it twice. No, three times. <laughs> In this campaign? Yes. I did. Oh, I missed that story. How'd you kill them? So, well, they didn't die. One of them should oh. have died, but I just kind of ignored that. So oh. he was fighting like a vampire spawn, right? The fledgling vampire. And its bite attack does necrotic damage and it can heal itself. It's like drinking your blood or whatever. There's a little addendum to that attack that says if it reduces a player's hit points to zero using that damage, they instantly die. I just kind of Ooh. ignored that and let him go unconscious because it was literally the second session and the first fight they were in. All right, that's fair. Yeah. And then last week, I knocked two of them unconscious, one with the backhand from the main guy. And the other one, I don't know if she wants to play a bard or a druid because she's kind of like trying to do both. She's she's a bard, but she took like proficiency in animal handling, and her spells are like <laughs> talk to animals. And so she tried to talk to a pack of wolves that are under the bad guy's control. I feel like that didn't go very well. It didn't because she didn't like 
make her role and then ah. she was separated from the group and then they all dived on her and knocked her unconscious in a round <laughs> yeah yeah she was having a rough day ah, i hate it when wolves knock me unconscious it's the worst it's terrible <laughs> that's so good Mm-mm. well you're a nice dungeon master is there a point where you're actually going to start having them suffer consequences for their stupid decisions? Uh, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll, like, eventually I'm going to be like, well, you died. The, the the guy that I let, you know, not instantly die, um, his character, like, I'm, I still made him roll death saving throws, right? So he still could have died. He was unconscious. He rolled a nat one on his first death saving throw, which is two oh. failures when you only need three to be permanently dead. Bad start, bad start. And I'm, and then one of the other characters has a spell that's called Spare the Dying. It just stabilizes them at zero and they don't have to make rolls. Hmm. And I was like, just for, you know, just to see what was going to be what, make another roll and we'll see if you would have died. Like, what's your next roll going to be? He would have died. He, he, his next roll would have been a seven, which would have killed him. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bad times. Bad times. Bad times rolling for saves there. Yep. Hmm. Well, all right. Maybe one day somebody will actually die. It'll be a good story. Oh, man. Don't tell anyone, especially if my players listen. But there might be a okay. plot arc where they have to fight each other. Oh, no. That's the worst. Making the party fight each other. Yeah, hey, man. Never trust the warlock. <laughs> For sure never trust a warlock. That is just a good life lesson to learn, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Never trust a warlock. Never. Well, good. Glad to hear it's going well. It's fun. Glad to hear you're a merciful dungeon master for now. For the moment. <sighs> so Katowice is still doing stuff. Mm-hmm. That didn't get Don't quite postponed. have the group stages yet. We have some group stages. Which we have Did some. Did you ask if it was postponed? Yeah. Not that I've seen. Because GSO got postponed. Yeah. But Katowice, insofar as it's in Poland... Which is pretty far away from the epicenter of this thing. Imagine it'll be okay, but who knows? It could definitely be postponed. I mean, Italy's got it. Reina's got it. Reina's going to Poland. Just going to throw that out there. I, wow. it's a good point. Yeah. I don't know if Reina has it, but he could. <laughs> he could. Reina, be safe. Be safe. Yeah. So, so far, people who have qualified Dark Parting stats, Reina, Rogue, Zest, Ilazer, Maru, Solar... Cure, Serral, and T.Y. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of Zerg. It's a lot of Zerg. Got uh, three Terrans, though. Not bad. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the three you would expect. Maru, Cure, and Ty. Ty, it's actually, T.Y. Yeah, Ty. I guess Innovation. Innovation is all yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, not saying... Oh, uh, you would expect him. Have. Right, right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually th- he'll make it. three Terrans, three Protoss, six Zerg at the moment. Yeah. Sounds oh. about right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Ugh. Let's see. Anyway. So I expect Innovation to show up and then Rainer and we'll fill it out. Well, Rainer's already there. so. But he hasn't officially qualified yet. Yeah, he has. Group B. Oh, you're right. Man, I was just reading through those names. Let's pay attention, Falcon. We got this. <laughs> we got it next time. Uh, so I guess one final Oscars thing. Okay. 
So the movie Parasite won Oscar for Best Picture and the director won for Best Director. Cool. And a couple other ones? Sure. So the director has a bunch of movies. Uh, he is a Korean guy, and he's got a bunch of movies under his belt. Snowpiercer is his. Have you seen Snow- Snowpiercer? I have seen Snowpiercer, yeah. Yeah, so that's his movie. It's kind of his thing. Kind of weird, kind of sci-fi-y. Mm-hmm. Some, like, a little bit of horror involved, but not necessarily a horror movie, right? Right, right. Yeah. So Parasite is basically, I think it takes place in Korea, and it's largely, from what I can gather, kind of about the social divide between the haves and the have-nots in the country. Okay. So it's kind of some social commentary about it. But at the same time, like I've heard people say it's really, really well made. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm thinking about watching it, but at the same time, there's nothing specifically about the plot that interests me, and I'm not sure if... There's going to be enough. So I don't know. Maybe by the t- maybe I'll talk about it with you off pod and we'll decide if we want to watch it and talk about it on the podcast or not. Okay. But it was a bit of a surprise. Most people expected 1917 to win the Oscar, which is that movie about World War I, uh, partially because it is really well made. It's by Sam Mendes, who's a really well-respected director. And then plus there's this gimmick... I don't know if you've heard about this, but it's basically shot to look like it's a single shot. Mm-hmm. I've heard this. So, yeah. yeah. So it's not a single shot, which would be insane. <laughs> no. But, <right>. it, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's made to look like you're just following a single shot throughout the entire film, which is fun. I've seen it argued that it's just a gimmick, and I've seen it argue that it's not just a gimmick. It actually adds to the film, and I can kind of see both sides of it. Mm-hmm. My yeah. problem with it is, it feels like the main message is, "Hey, war is hell," and especially World War One was hell. I was like, "Yes, I'm aware." It was uniquely terrible among conflicts in the world for a lot of reasons. I don't know that I need that emotional heft, right? Like, I don't need to be reminded that war is hell again. So I'm not sure I'm going to see it. But at the same time, I don't know the single shot gimmick or not gimmick sounds interesting so I'm, again i'm really undecided on these really considered best films of 2019 here's why you're gonna watch it because the alternative from this point on is you're either gonna watch those two films or you're gonna watch an anime and that anime is don't you love your mother at a two-hit multi multi-target attacks okay that's it that's your options go for it I'm going to decide for you. You're undecided. I'm just going to let you give you the ultimatum. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with I'm undecided. Well, no. You should just watch the probably good movies. Rather than the arguably terrible anime. That does seem like a good idea. Yeah. I mean, these movies are getting well-reviewed, right? They're getting re- mm-hmm. awards. There's no... Yep. Like... The worst thing you're going to get is, oh, okay, I can see what they're going for here, but it's not for me. Or you, yes. or you could spend your time watching something that's arguably boring. Right. Right. And bad. These are not good options. I don't like these options very much. The options are great. Stop being indecisive about movies. <laughs> All right. All right. I want to be indecisive. Mm-hmm. Decisions will be made. Just not right now. Yeah. But uh, that's a show I've been watching. Boy. <laughs> not great? Not not fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I've also been watching, uh, is it wrong to pick up women in a dungeon? Or is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Oh, I know what that is from the title. <laughs> yeah, it's basically the same thing as the other one. Bad. There's so much bad out there. Why is there so much bad? That's actually, that one's actually not, not awful. Okay. Right, like I... It feels Isn't like it's sort of in your wheelhouse, though. Yeah, I mean, it actually like the first one is closer to my wheelhouse. This one is just um, fantasy adventures, ventures, and stuff like Goblin Slayer. It's closer to Goblin Slayer than like Sword Art Online. Um, hmm. the other, All right, the, like the I first like one, Goblin Slayer. Yeah, <laughs> well, closer to it's not nearly as good. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm not recommending either of these, but if you're going to be indecisive about your movies, I'm going to make you watch something bad. Gotcha. Well, that seems like a fair punishment. Yeah. All right. We'll see if I can figure out how to watch Parasite. I'm not sure where it is, but I assume it's being streamed somewhere, especially because it just won the Oscar. Yeah, I assume it's somewhere. Yeah. Um, let's have a look. Well, I mean... What? It's not going to be streaming in our countries at the same time in the same place. I can buy it on Google. Yeah. On YouTube. Oh, on Google. On you, well, like YouTube, that. which is Google, right? Like, it's available yeah, yeah, yeah. for streaming right now. Gotcha. Yeah. Easy peasy. How about uh, me? Amazon Prime has it for rent. That'll work. Mm-hmm. The Amazons. Yep. It's also still right. in theaters here as well. Uh, yeah, it actually... Sometimes they do that with Oscar-winning movies as they'll bring them back to the theaters, even if they were gone here. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I'm not sure if it is. Anyway, whatever. I'll just stream it. I don't want to go anywhere. No. Might catch a virus. Yeah. yeah. Could do. Don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we're done? Or do you have sports to talk about? Uh, I guess just real quick sports minute. Not even a minute. Okay. So quick thoughts on the XFL which is another attempt at making a football professional football league in the U.S. that's not the NFL. It seems to be fairly well-received at this point. There are some rule changes they went to. Uh, after you score a touchdown, you can either kick the field goal or, or go for a 1, 2, or 3-point play, which I thought was interesting. I like that idea. But the rest of it, eh, it's still subpar athletes. They're not up there with the NFL players. And I think that's always been the fatal flaw with these little not-NFL professional football leagues. But... I don't know. Again, it was well-received for week one. We'll see if week two has anything going for it. And if it does, it could stick around. could be interesting. Cool. That's it. Not even a whole minute. Yeah, no. Tiny, I didn't even, tiny, tiny little thing. Didn't even start the timer. Nope. Because we didn't need it. Sure didn't. Sure didn't. All right. Well... Well, that's going to be it from us. This has been Falcon Paladin and Somicron with yet another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Feel free to check us out on the Patreon page and buy some merch if you want to as well. And until next time, as always, thanks for hanging out. And you take care of yourself. <laughs>